Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Day from WTOP's Jeff Claybaugh at 4.03. The district is a big step closer to banning right turns at red lights at most intersections. I'm Dick Oleano. When Metro begins cracking down on fare evaders, what the fines could cost, I'm Christy Kane. Country music legend Loretta Lynn dead at 90. It is 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Chick-fil-A. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. President Biden will head to Florida tomorrow to survey damage from Hurricane Ian. The visit comes as crews scramble to help communities decimated by the storm. CBS's Manuel Bajorquez is there. The scenes here on Sanibel Island are almost apocalyptic. You don't see a soul in the streets. There's not barely a sound here except for a few birds and some of the helicopters uh, that are still doing rescues and bringing supplies in and out. Sanibel's been cut off from the mainland, but Governor Ron DeSantis says its bridge will Will be repaired this week. Till then, multiple barges are being utilized to transport goods, water, okay, machinery, and equipment to the island. Lee County Sheriff Carmine Marceno there. Meantime, experts are giving advice on rebuilding. The first step is to put more stringent building codes in effect. New codes make it more likely homes and other structures will survive. A second step is to adjust shoreline defenses. In some places, dams, seawalls, and levees will be needed, but they can be helped by so-called green defenses like wetlands. Finally, in areas that have repeatedly been struck, officials must consider simply not rebuilding. Steve Futterman, CBS News. President Biden's been working the phones today over North Korea's latest missile launch. CBS's Stephen Portnoy is in Washington. The launch terrorized people in northern Japan who were urged to take cover as the North Korean missile flew overhead. It was the first such launch over Japan in five years. The White House says the president spoke about it by phone with the Japanese Prime Minister, Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. This action underscores the urgent need for dialogue and diplomacy. We understand that and that's what we have been calling for. But she says the North Koreans have so far declined to engage. When I One of country music's biggest stars, Loretta Lynn, has died. Her family says she died peacefully this morning at her home in Tennessee. She was 90 years old. The FAA is giving flight attendants a 10-hour break between shifts. CBS's Peter Greenberg has those details. The FAA rule not only expands the required rest period, but redefines it. In the past, a flight attendant's rest period started when the plane stopped at the gate. But the travel time from the airport to the crew hotel could sometimes be 90 minutes. Now the clock starts ticking only when the crew arrives at the hotel. That ensures a full 10 hours of rest between flights. Elon Musk says he'll go through with his original proposal to buy Twitter for $44 billion. That move means he'll avoid a trial that was set to start in less than two weeks. Trading in Twitter stock soared almost 22% today to nearly 52 bucks. The Dow added more than 800 points. This is CBS News. Brought to you by Chick-fil-A. Order a grilled spicy deluxe sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. It's spicy and full of flavor. Available for a limited time. Good afternoon. It is 4.03 and we're glad you're with us on this very great Tuesday, October the 4th, 54 degrees.
I'm Hillary Howard. I'm Sean Anderson. Our top story this hour for the second straight day, a huge day on Wall Street. Let's get closing numbers and an explanation of what sparked all this. Let's go live to WTOP's Jeff Claybaugh. Sean, it is just a buying opportunity for a lot of institutional investors after the S&P 500 index gave back 9% in the month of September. Just a week ago, the markets hit their lowest level for 2022. This two-day rally is the best since March of 2020. The three big stock indexes have regained 5%. The Dow has gained almost 1,600 points just in the last two days. Treasury yields also eased back a little more today. The 10-year yield hit a decade high, 4% last week. It's now heading back toward 3.5%. Sean, Hillary? All righty. Thank you, Jeff. Now to a big story if you drive or walk in the nation's capital. Hoping to boost safety for people on the streets, the council has voted to ban drivers from making right turns at red lights at most intersections. Here's WTOP's Dick Giuliano. The council passed and sent to Mayor Muriel Bowser the bill that would largely end right on red in D.C. starting in January 2025. Ward 3 Council Member Mary Che, chair of the Transportation Committee, says when DDOT looked at intersections, that prohibit right on red, it found more safety. There were far fewer conflicts between cars and people, more cars yielding for pedestrians and generally safer conditions. The bill does something else supporters say will improve safety, allowing bicyclists and scooter riders to keep up their momentum and go through stop signs and red lights when it's safe to do so. Dick Giuliano, WTOP News. Now the Metro, which loses millions of dollars a year in bus and rail fares, and to get some of that money back, Metro is going to crack down on folks who don't pay. But first, it'll spend a month warning everyone they will be fined. WTOP's Christy King details why. Metro already doesn't have enough money. Its next budget has a shortfall of nearly $185 million, and fare evasions this year will end up costing an estimated $40 million in lost revenue. D.C. has decriminalized fare gate evasion, but when Metro Transit Police start handing out citations next month, fines could cost $50, and in Maryland and Virginia, fines could cost up to 100 bucks. Also next month, fare gate areas in some metro stations will test modifications such as higher barriers. Christy King, WTOP News. He's accused of shooting a gun off his balcony and then holding police at bay during an hours-long barricade in Silver Spring early today. Well, now he's under arrest. Our officers were able to gain entry into the apartment. It ended after five hours of negotiations between the man and police, but it did end peacefully. They were able to take 32-year-old Christian Johnson into custody. Shara Goff with Montgomery County Police says Johnson fired a gun from his apartment balcony early this morning, then refused to leave his apartment, leading to a large police response here along Castle Boulevard near Columbia Pike. Police say Johnson had his four-year-old child with him, but the child was not hurt. In Silver Spring, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. In Alexandria, a woman tried getting on her flight with a loaded handgun at Reagan National this morning, but TSA officers found it, police confiscated it, and cited her for weapons charges. The 38 caliber gun apparently had six loaded bullets inside when it was discovered in the woman's carry-on. She said she forgot she had it. TSA says this was the 24th guns they stopped from being brought onto a flight there this year. Keep it here on WTOP after traffic and weather. Will black people's access to the ballot box be limited? We'll talk about a case that was just argued before the Supreme Court. It's 407. For federal cybersecurity professionals, the mission is clear. Defend U.S. government networks, data, and people.
As a leading American cybersecurity company, Fortinet Federal is focused on trusted cybersecurity for government everywhere you need it. Prepare your agency for what's next with integrated solutions that scale, secure, and simplify to your IT environment. Explore innovative and advanced cybersecurity options at FortinetFederal.com. That's FortinetFederal.com. CarsforKids.org. That's cars with a K. Your car can be picked up as soon as the next day. Receive a tax deduction and vacation voucher. One eight seven seven cars for kids. Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. It's four oh eight. Slow or clogged drains. Call Michael and Son and get one hundred dollars off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks, Dave Dildine with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Leaving D.C. on I-295 southbound, it is jammed from Suitland Parkway to the Wilson Bridge. The crash on the interloop on the Wilson Bridge has been in the local lanes, and finally, there's a police officer with it. It's still blocking the left lane. There's only one car uh, there along with the cruiser, but the backup is extensive in the district, and, and it's also very slow on the interloop from the lane divided Oxon Hill. Obviously, better to be in the through lanes, especially if you don't need a local exit in Alexandria. The crash on the interloop, Wilson Bridge, left local lane blocked. From the district, more drivers are going out on 395 with early delays on the southeast-southwest freeway heading for the 14th Street Bridge and some slow traffic in Virginia farther south on 395 beyond the Pentagon through Sherlington. 95 southbound, heavy and slow from Newington and Lorton across the Occoquan. Short slowdowns beyond Potomac Mills. 66 westbound, only heavy in Centerville. Back to the Beltway in Maryland. Outer loop traffic is uh, very slow from Colesville Road out of Silver Spring. It started with a crash at 270. That's gone. The broken down vehicle was blocking the second lane from the left. They blocked the left lane to move it onto the left shoulder. And there it is on the left shoulder. All lanes are open on the outer loop until the next mishap. 270, normal conditions between Rockville and Frederick. At the Bay Bridge, it is wet and breezy. There is no opportunity today for two-way traffic. There hasn't been for a while given the nor'easter. Eastbound delays begin just past the Cape St. Clair exit. I-97 southbound near the Brightview Drive overpass. A crash, a response, at least one lane blocked in northbound rubber delays 95 no incidents baltimore washington parkway heavy as volume builds visit fitzmall.com to find a safe used car fitzgerald has hundreds of cars trucks and suvs next to a new car fitzway used car is best visit fitzmall.com today dave doldine wtop traffic let's talk about this weather with mike stenniford our gloomy weather pattern will change but not until tomorrow afternoon we're going to stay breezy and chilly with areas of rain or drizzle into the evening and later tonight hours. That'll taper off the drizzle after midnight. It's going to stay breezy and chilly with some patchy fog. Our lows mid to upper 40s. Drizzle will end before noon on Wednesday. I think we'll see a little bit of afternoon sunshine. Highs low 60s. Morning fog then sunny and warmer on Thursday. Highs mid 70s. Partly cloudy breezy Friday. Highs mid 70s. I'm Storm Team for a meteorologist Mike Stenniford. It's warming up if you want to call it a tad. We <laughs> are at 54 in Hyattsville. We've hit 54 in Fredericksburg and 54 in northwest D.C. now. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. 
Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 4-11. On this second day of the Supreme Court's new term, justices heard arguments over a congressional map drawn by Alabama lawmakers. A lower court says the map weakens the influence of black voters and violates the Voting Rights Act. Joining us live, Washington Post Supreme Court reporter Robert Barnes. It is good to have you back, sir. Thank you so much. Sure thing. So give us a little more background about this case. Well, this is uh, the redistricting that all states have to do after the 2020 uh, census. Uh, and Alabama has seven congressional districts. It has traditionally had one uh, district in which minority voters made up a majority to elect a black uh, congresswoman. Uh, but the, that was challenged. The state has about 27 percent of its voters are uh, black. And that was challenged. And a three-judge panel um, decided that the challengers were right, that under the Voting Rights Act, the uh, state should have two districts uh, in which candidates of color uh, would be favored. Uh, and now the Supreme Court is reviewing that decision. So talk about how the court's conservative justices uh, are, are approaching this issue. Well, they were a little quiet. Uh, it was the liberal justices that were really out there uh, saying that the conservative majority has been uh, sort of shrinking the protections of the Voting Rights Act and it made it seem like they weren't going to go. They were going to go down swinging if they were going to go down. Um, but it was unclear whether the conservative majority was going to accept uh, Alabama's very broad argument here, which is that you really can't. Um, consider race in these kinds of decisions about uh, these minority-majority districts and that they would somehow have to be achievable by using race-neutral means of uh, drawing districts. And uh, some justices seem to think that maybe that was going too far. Robert, we also have some breaking news this afternoon as former President Trump is now asking the Supreme Court to step into the legal fight over classified documents at Mar-a-Lago that were taken by the FBI a couple of months back. What do you know about this? Well, don't uh, hold me too much because I'm reading them just as you are now. It just came in. Uh, there was a ruling last month, you know, that uh, put the uh, lower the district judge's ruling on hold by the 11th Circuit. Uh, uh, President, former President Trump, is now challenging that uh, at the Supreme Court. He's saying that this special master that was appointed should look through um, all of these documents to decide which are classified, which uh, may be personal records. They want that uh, to continue and that they want the Supreme Court to enforce that. But um, that uh, brief to the Supreme Court was just filed, and I have to tell you that we're still reading it now. Bob, is the former president jumping ahead here by going straight to the Supreme Court? Uh, not particularly, because the 11th Circuit has uh, ruled it probably doesn't make sense. Uh, you know, this is something that would likely come to the Supreme Court anyway. And um, and it appears that the former president is asking for just sort of a limited action by the Supreme Court. But again, you know, this was just filed. And so we're just looking at it now. Bob, appreciate your help. Thanks much. Thanks. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Bye. Robert Barnes, Washington Post Supreme Court reporter. 414. Coronary microvascular dysfunction, or CMD, is a condition in which the heart's smallest arteries don't dilate properly. As a result, the heart doesn't get enough oxygen-rich blood, 
which can trigger bouts of angina or chest pain. Up to now, it has been very difficult to diagnose CMD, which results in ongoing medical visits and frustration for patients and physicians alike. Women represent 70% of CMD patients. MedStar Washington Hospital Center is one of only a few programs in the nation to use new technology that allows physicians to confirm the cause of their patients' unexplained chest pain. For the first time, we have the tools and ability to correctly diagnose and then treat coronary microvascular dysfunction, which helps us to prevent subsequent damage, improve quality of life, and give patients peace of mind. For more insights from Dr. Hashim, please visit MedStarWashington.org slash Intel. Medical Intel, sponsored weekly by MedStar Washington Hospital Center. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 4-15, Dave Preston, the Nationals are playing two today. That's right. They hope to. I, I don't know what the weather well, is up true. there, but you, you hope. Nationals meeting the New York Mets today and tonight. Their matinee of the doubleheader just underway. Rookie Corey Abbott on the hill for the Nationals. You can hear the game on 1500 AM. Meanwhile, the New York Yankees are playing Texas. They're now tied at four runs apiece in the eighth inning. Aaron Judge with a single to center field. So he's still stuck at 60 for the season. NFL, the commander's offensive line takes another hit with, with tackle Sam Cosby having surgery on his hand, according to multiple reports. He's expected to be out for Sunday's game with Tennessee. College football, Maryland is 4-1 and one thanks to a defense that's holding opponents to an average of seven points in the second half. Defensive back Isaiah Hazel credits defensive coordinator Brian Williams. I just feel like, like what B-Dub tell us each and every day, staying poised and staying disciplined is our, is our biggest key. Um, a lot of people do say we come out second half, start off very good. And first half, you start off a little slow. Terps host produced Saturday at noon. Dave Preston, WTOP Sports. Thank you, Dave. Now to the top stories we're following for you on WTOP. In about two years, it may be illegal to turn right on red at most intersections in the nation's capital. The D.C. Council passed a bill and sent it to the mayor today. It would start in January of 2025. Metro is cracking down on fare evaders. Warning period runs until next month. Then Metro Transit Police will begin issuing fines for anyone not paying for their train or bus ride. After Hurricane Ian destroyed communities in Florida, rescue crews going door-to-door door, continue going door-to-door door in search of survivors. They're finding more bodies. The death toll has risen to more than 100 in Florida and North Carolina. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. A new effort to stop domestic violence around here. The education campaign in Montgomery County is called walk in their shoes. Last year, 58 people in Maryland died as the result of domestic violence. Five were Montgomery County residents. Five more have died in Montgomery County this year. I want zero. Montgomery County State's Attorney John McCarthy joined advocates and survivors like Cheryl Kravitz to talk about displays appearing in the walk in their shoes campaign that will be popping up in libraries and rec centers across the county. Kravitz says awareness is critical. I can honestly say to you that I would not be alive today if someone hadn't cared enough to help. Montgomery County's Family Justice Center provides a range of free services for anyone dealing with domestic violence. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Up ahead in Money News, the Dow rallied another 825 points today. Who's got the best fast food drive-through service? I'm Jeff Glabel. 418. 
Traffic and weather on the 8th to Dave Dildine. On the Wilson Bridge, response times for crashes lately have been abysmal. It took a long time for someone to get on scene for today's. D.C. police are with it. Of all agencies, on the Interloop local lanes beyond I-295, the left lane is blocked. Highway help truck from Maryland just showed up. This one's been there for about an hour now. Left local lane is blocked. Traffic is backed up on I-295, back to near the 11th Street Bridge. Interloop on the brakes in the local lanes past St. Barnabas Road near the lane divide. Better to be in the through lanes. A lot more drivers are defaulting through in the uh, through lanes toward the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. On the interloop toward the American Legion Bridge, barely any slowing today, so volumes are low. 66 westbound, just a little heavy near 28 Centerville. 95 southbound from Newington to Woodbridge on the slow side. On the Maryland-Montgomery uh, County side of the Beltway, outer loop delays are starting to ease back through Silver Spring. Crash in a broken-down vehicle near 270 and 355 moved out of the way. Baltimore-Washington Parkway heavy near the Laurel interchanges. I-97 southbound slow but a little better out of Glen Burnie. The crash near the Brightview Drive overpass is on the shoulder now. 50 at the Bay Bridge, too wet and a little too breezy for two-way traffic again today. Limited to two lanes but only slow east of Cape St. Clair near the Whitehall Road exits. Two lanes open toward the shore. Paraton doing the can't be done for national security because our way of life depends on it. Visit Paraton.com for more info. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. All right, Mike Steneford at Storm Team 4. Mike, uh, folks are wanting that sunshine to show up. Uh, when do you see it coming? I've got to slot it in for tomorrow afternoon. Let's see if it makes its appointment because we have been looking for it for a few days. Uh, watching some rain right now uh, right around the Baltimore area, and this is going to move right down the uh, Interstate 70 corridor toward Frederick and then down I-95 through Columbia and approaching the metro area. We've actually seen some lightning in with some of these storms, too, so you might hear a rumble of thunder. So watch out for some rain or drizzle as you make your way home from work. Later tonight, showers across the region. That will taper off to drizzle after midnight. It's going to be breezy and chilly and some patchy fog late lows mid to upper 40s. Drizzle will end before noon on Wednesday. I think we'll see a little bit of sunshine in the afternoon. Highs low 60s. Morning fog then sunny and warmer on Thursday. Mid 70s. Mid 70s on Friday but rather windy as a front comes through. Frederick 55. Dulles 54. Sean and Hillary. It is 54 at Reagan National. It's chilly. Thank you Mike. Brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts. Visit newlookhomedesign.com. Coming up on WTOP. How two good Samaritans save an area man from a gunman. I'm Mike Marilla. 421. The following is is a paid commercial message. Thank you so much for being here. I really, truly appreciate it. Representative Abigail Spanberger held a town hall. Congresswoman Abigail Spanberger taking her listening ear. Representative Abigail Spanberger held a virtual telephone town hall tonight to help veterans with issues they may be facing. I hold so many town halls to ask questions and to hear from you. Spanberger answered questions on a variety of topics. Your concerns guide my work, whether it's more funding for law enforcement, helping middle-class families families make ends meet, cutting taxes for small businesses, or making Congress more accountable to you. They were happy. Spanberg was there to listen. So nice to meet you. Thank you for that question. I thought the Congresswoman did a great job in responding to all viewpoints. Spanberger is accountable. And she acted on my concerns. And I totally believe I can trust her. I'm Abigail Spanberger, candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Spanberger for Congress. 
Thompson Creek designs, builds, and installs replacement windows. Without the middleman markup, you get high-quality windows at an affordable price direct from our local factory. Take advantage of our biggest sale of the year with 25% off all windows and doors for a limited time, plus special financing options. Call 855-57-CREEK. That's 855-57-CREEK before this offer is gone. We've all spent more time with family lately. It can feel like old times, but your mind is on the future too, and what you can do to shape it. At Sandy Spring Bank, we work with clients to help them grow and protect their money with wealth management, trust services, and insurance, so they can enjoy today and ultimately pass along their wealth. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your dreams. Visit sandyspringbank.com wealth. Wealth and insurance products are not FDIC insured, not guaranteed, and may lose value. This is WTOP News. 423. A man in Silver Spring has some very brave Good Samaritans to thank for saving him from a gunman. It was back on Saturday when the Good Samaritans saw a man who had been shot on the ground with 24-year-old Marcus Elijah Conway on top of them. The two were struggling until Conway pointed a gun at the man's head. Then a click is heard as if the gun misfired, according to Montgomery County Police. Then in video, you can see at WTOP.com, two people run over, one bystander kicking Conway, then a fight over the gun begins. Another comes over to help hold Conway to the ground until police arrive. Inside that gun, an additional live round, according to investigators. Conway's in jail, charged with attempted murder and assault, among other charges. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Your help is needed to identify two suspects in the killing of a beloved D.C. boxing coach. Here's WTOP's Luke Lukert. The video shows two men dressed in black exiting a white Kia Optima with Ohio tags. They're seen a short time later with handguns getting back in the car and driving off. On Saturday, September 24th, Arthur Buddy Harrison was shot and killed in Southeast D.C. on 30th Street just before noon. Harrison coached at Old School Boxing just across the line in Hillcrest Heights. His son, professional boxer Dusty Hernandez Harrison, was scheduled to fight in Southeast D.C. this past Saturday, but the event was canceled. Police are off a reward of up to 25 grand for info leading to an arrest in this case. You can see a picture and the video of the suspects on WTOP.com. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Federal Headlines is presented by Paraton. Doing the can't be done for national security. I'm Peter Masserly and here are your top headlines from Federal News Network. House Republicans have sent a letter to Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin looking for answers on why he's kept the COVID-19 vaccine mandate in place for military members. Several questions about the vaccine include when Austin intends to end the mandate and how he's dealing with court cases challenging the COVID vaccination requirement. And the Office of the National Cyber Director is looking for feedback to address the cyber talent shortage, which it puts at around 700,000 unfilled cybersecurity positions nationwide. The Cyber Director's Office will accept comments through November 3rd. For more on these stories, go to federalnewsnetwork.com. WTOP at 425, money news at 25 and 55. So far, so good in October, Jeff Claybaugh. First two trading days of October have been the best two trading days since March of 2020. The Dow rallied another 825 points today. The S&P 500 index up another 113. Those were 3% gains. The Nasdaq up 361 points. That was 3 and a third percent. Employers may be filling more of those open jobs. The Labor Department says U.S. job openings fell by more than a million in August to the lowest level in a year. Micron Technology will spend $100 billion over 20 years to build a huge computer chip factory in upstate New York. 
Passage of the Chips and Science Act means $52 billion in federal government grants and subsidies are up for grabs for chip companies. An annual report on drive through services out. Wendy's had the lowest accuracy and customer satisfaction score this year. McDonald's and Arby's tied for best accuracy. Chick-fil-A had the best satisfaction. Average time spent in a drive through fast food restaurant, 6 minutes, 13 seconds. Jeff Clayball. WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Amtrak. Ditch travel hassles and relax on the way to your fall getaway. Aboard Amtrak.